people in the place to be hello Tim. hello eric how's it going i'm well how are you i'm good good we're back we are back um we never got a chance to stream on thanksgiving or record or do anything because family and fucking food and comas comas, yeah. comas. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back and season two is almost over it is. Are you? How do you feel about season two? I love it. Uh, Gadung, definitely my personal favorite. Um, but it's just it's the start of more beautiful things to come. I think with season one we were like finding ourselves. Yeah. Trying new things. Right. Uncle Louie showed up, and that was good. Yeah. We want Uncle Louie to come back. Please come back, Uncle Louie. Baby, come back. <laughs> um, speaking of Gadung, yes, we have something very special to announce. Yes, so do it. Uh, starting January first, we have technically a second show, but not really a second show. It's more like a database. Yes, of the worst songs of all time. I'm gonna give you all the credit. The Gadung is your baby. That's your creation, and I. Have it set so starting midnight, January 1st, every single gadung that we've ever done, if it's something that people have not heard, right. is going to be available as like a second show. And we're going to add to that, you know, whenever. And I feel like the people who did like it, if you want to go back and listen to funny stuff, because for me... We talk about it all the time. Podcast is time capsule for me. Right, so it's like, remember right. that time when I said that silly thing? <laughs> <laughs> so we got 75 of those coming your way. <laughs> well, and it's, it's, it's fun too because, you know, I go back all the time. And it was funny because I was watching a video with um, Brian Posehn. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah. Um, Comedians of comedy. Yeah. Brian Posehn was doing a whole bunch of... He was watching basically Gadung videos. And he had watched the Wally World Encinitas video. Really? Uh Uh-huh. That shit's made the rounds on the internet Um, tenfold. He has also... He also watched Unicorns Killed My Girlfriend. Yikes. Which, holy fuck, every single person I've seen that watched that video is just like, what is happening in this video? Um, they leave that video changed. Oh like, my god. Forever changed. Forever changed. <laughs> forever changed. Did you notice? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I did notice, actually. I did notice that you don't give a fuck. Um... But I, he was talking about, he released a metal album himself called Metal Grandpa. Is that the one with um, Scott Ian on Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me read to you who was on this album. And I think it's freaking crazy that he got all these people on this album. So he put out a song called Satan's Kind of a Dick. And that's him and Gary Holt 
from freaking Slayer. Great. And then he did another song. He got freaking Joe Troman from Fallout Boy. Right, because he plays with Scott Ian in the in the damn things. Right? Yeah. He got Brandon Small on this album. I'm in. And then he got freaking he got Patrick Stump. Okay. Corey Taylor's on here. All right. Um, Bumblefoot. When did this come out? D- this year, apparently. Oh, for fuck's sake. And then he's got some other people that you probably know. I do not. Try me. So, Alex Skolnick. I don't know who that is. Testament. Is that Testament? Guitar player. Johan Haig. Johan Haig? I don't know who that is. Phil Demmel. Uh, he played in Machine Head. With our friend, Rob Flynn. Oh, fuck. Here we go. The acoustic, ma- <laughs> the acoustic master. <laughs> um, Rob Cavestini? Mm. Might have to look that one up. Yeah, I don't know. Jill Janice. I, that sounds familiar, but I have been drinking, so I don't know. Chuck Billy. Also Testament. He's, oh, a, really? he's a singer. You never heard Mordan meets the act. Come on, man. <laughs> here's the one that's gonna here's the one that's gonna put you on to this album though. Okay. Ready? Yeah. He did a song called Grandpa Metal, and it's him and Kim Thale. I'm in. Dude, I know you're in. Give me all give me all the grandpa <laughs> metal. I want all the grandpa shit. But like I seen all this shit and I'm like, man, he actually got some fucking star power on this son of a bitch. Well he's a funny guy and he he probably made a lot of friends in the metal scene just by talking about it and just going to shows. Well, he was talking about it, he's like, I was a thrushy in the eighties. He's like, I was half hair metal, half thrash, and then he's like at the end of the eighties, he's like He's like, I got rid of the hair metal. He's like, I got into thrash. And then he's like, I got into like grunge metal. Or grunge, like with Soundgarden and shit. So you never listen to Testament? Because they're like... Not really. I mean, they talk about the big four. Yeah. Testament's like number six. I know, I know he was older. But we were very sad to hear about the passing of Sir Sean Connery. R.I.P. So the best James Bond. Yes, no fucking no question. I will fight. I was gonna say people say Roger Moore. I will smack the shit out of you. Anyway, um, but this is a movie I have never seen before, and I blew Eric's mind all over the place like a mind shotgun. He just did not know what to do about it. Dude, this is okay. So the movie that we're gonna watch is The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and this is not my favorite Sean Connery movie. That honor goes to The Rock. Yes. For sure. Yes. But this is like the perfect example of like why I liked, in my own weird way, the Guardians Russian Avengers movie. These 90 minute, not, they're not shitty. <laughs> they're like decently acted, bad CGI, but like there's just this like lovely campiness to it. I cannot get enough of that shit. And when I was younger, mid-2000s, X-Men already came out. I think League came out in 2003 because they're like, from the director of Blade, the first one. (laughs) The the first one. I'm like, what's wrong with the second one? Guillermo (laughs) killed that shit. But anyway, but I love those little hidden gems 
with superhero movies that nobody talks about. And there's more. Like we, you and I are compiling a list of like other ones we're going to get into. Like yep. the unsung heroes of like the superhero film stuff that like it kind of fell to the wayside. But that's the shit I want to go back to now because I know with Marvel and DC doing all this weird, extravagant fucking goofiness, this is where it came from. All right. This is like the beginning. These, they planted the seed for this shit. Hey. Mary oh, we got clo- close captioning on. Good. Oh, steam hissing. 1899, the great nations of Europe share an uneasy peace. For hundreds of years, wars have been fought with the same weapons, single-shot rifles, cavalry, horse-drawn cannon, but this old century is soon to end. That's all the intro you need. 1899, a new age dawns. Creaking and rattling. As I say, this is around the time of fucking Sherlock Holmes. Knocking. Coppers. Morgate. Get over to Morgate immediately. Something is afoot. We will run to our death. Sean Connery. R.I.P., brother. Over there. The League of Extraordinary Pumpies. Shane West. Remember him? No, you don't. I was like, who's Shane West? I know Stuart Townsend is. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, fucking dude from Queen of the Dance. There you go, Peter Wilson. I know who Rich. I know who Richard Roxborough is too. He's from fucking Moulin Rouge. He was the Duke. Jason Fleming with a Y. That's how cool he is. Freeze Tank. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that name. Nasir Udin Shah. David Hemmings. That tank just ran over a man. Halt, tank? Yeah, he's like, fucking stop in front of a tank. What I do will, you think it's going to do? I will hit you with my stick, tank. Oh, shit. You've busted into my bank. Oh, they have guns. Thank you. Music by Trevor Jones. You know, when there's a tank, I always want to hit it with a wooden stick. <laughs> That's the best thing stop. to do. Stop. It's like throwing a fucking pebble at it. Like, ugh. Probably has the same effect. Listen, Tank, I'm not going to tell you again to quit fucking tanking. Stop fucking being a tank. Don't tank. (laughs) Untank yourself. (laughs) Untank immediately. Sean Connery executive produced this, so you know he's going to have all the best lines. Right. All the best everything. Sometimes doing that shit is... Oh, God. Is brilliant. Because some of these guys, when they fucking negotiate, they're like, yeah, I'm going to take a small fucking, I'm going to take a small percent of the movie immediately, and then I want 10% on the back end. Nazis. Golden shots. Yes, thank you. I'm not here for the golden shots. I'm here for the... Maps. I'm here for pictures. Where's the nakeds at? <laughs> Hello, nakeds? Not us, says Germany. <coughs> Germany's like, nuh-uh. Nuh-uh, <laughs> bitch. Your guys' fault. Dude, commotion. There's, there's commotion happening. 
<laughs> in the caption literally just says commotion. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the 1800s can be summed up by commotion. Commotion. Call Draper? Red Skull. Have you seen my other mask? The one that's equally shiny? Let's play some war games. We need William Regal. <laughs> war games! <laughs> the fuck kind of weird-ass missile is that? That's, I believe it's called a Nikita missile, Tim. Remember? Metal Gear? Look at that CGI, bro. 2002, what up? Michael Bay, holla at Merle. <laughs> <laughs> so much dead. Germany attacked. Germany attacked. It's probably Britain. Nuh-uh. Britain <laughs> says, no, fuck you guys. More, no. more German lies. Fuck off. Oh, let's go to Africa, too. Fuck it. It's a pretty view. Look at that mountain. So much mountain. Based on the graphic novel by Alan fucking Moore and Kevin O'Neill. I was going to say, Alan Moore, does he fucking disregard this movie too? Absolutely. Alan Moore was like, I'm going to smoke peyote and shit on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right to do so, but I, was, I love it. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Alan Moore, like any adaptations of his works, he's just like, yeah, fuck that thing. The only one he didn't shit on was David Hayter's script. <laughs> Directed by Stephen Norrington, who did the first Blade. To the first blade, not the second. The first. Hey, Guillermo. <laughs> people disrespect Blade too, but Guillermo killed that shit. I will fight for that movie forever. I don't care. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna start wearing a bowler hat from now on. Please. Old Englishman drinking brandy at 7 a.m. Welcome. Dude, that's me when I fucking retired in the Philippines. <laughs> Come find me. <laughs> Once that 401k hits. Gone, baby. <laughs> you gonna rename yourself to Ellen Quartermain? Yeah, and I'm gonna have the fucking side beards. Wait. So sweaty. I need that dude's eyebrows. See? Presence. Toddle off. Totally. I'm going to toddle right now. You know, no, you know what? Kate says that shit. And I always made fun of her because I'm like, that's not a real thing. And she's like, it's a British thing. And then I started hearing like that shit in British movies. And I'm like, God damn it, she's right. Pyre is always in some kind of I think when I first started when I first started watching Sean Connery movies I think it was Hunt for Red October oh Christ I was like this dude like 
just takes over whatever movie he's in. Yep. He's just like, I run this shit. Yep. My movie. <laughs> this is mine now. <laughs> Even in The Rock. I know Nick Cage is like the main character. Nah. He's like, no, nah, this is my movie, bro. I'm not I'm not interested in any part that doesn't feature Sean Connery All the best lines. Patriotism. God save the queen. God save the queen. Drunk. Hmm. Sure am. Hey, don't say I've been thrilling English boys for decades, all That right? sounds weird. That was, that was just a rumor. <laughs> this is before the days of pause. <laughs> Back when you could just say stuff like that. What happened to our masculinity? We can be secure in saying those things. We can't say that anymore. Fuck that. I'm a man and I love men. Like you, Tim. Can you deal with that? Podcast people. <laughs> I love men, women, and boys. They Wait, shot boy. Nigel. What the fuck? Commotion. There's more commotion. Dude, this movie is all commotion. Obviously, you fucking idiot. My teabag is fucked. <laughs> oh no, he's taking the serenade. Dude, I fucking watched this video on. Uh, it's this lady that used to be the head of technical services for the CIA. Yes. And she was talking about cyanide pills and shit like that. They blew up Nigel. What the Commotion fuck? again. Dude, when there's, a, there's an explosion, there's just so much commotion. <laughs> like there's it, so much commotion. It didn't say movie. explosion. It said commotion. <laughs> Everybody commotes in this movie multiple times. That's three different commotes. That's three different commotes. So much commotion. I'm a Komodo fucking dragon. Komodo dragon. What were you saying about CIA stuff? She was talking about cyanide pills. And she's like, they don't really make pills. That wasn't a big thing. She's like, they would usually hide it in like pens and shit. Stab they have like one. She said they have one where the guy had it in his glasses. In like his fucking earpiece. And he would go to take his glasses off and... Oh, that's sick. He would bite the glasses? Yep. Still trying to... like, the glass capsule would break, and she's like, it would... She's like, they would die before they hit the floor. That's crazy, dude. That would be way better in a movie. Yep. Why didn't we have fucking Wikipedia back here in 2002? Yeah, she was talking about some fucking agency that... Or some agent that he fucking... was like, give me my pen. I'm gonna sign my confession. And he... Cyanide? And there was there was fucking cyanide in the pen, and then they gave him the pen, and he went, and he fucking just dropped down. He right hit the ground there. with the finger, like fuck yeah. you, fuck <laughs> you. Shout out to Phileas Fogg. Phileas Fogg, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that cinematography. We don't have that shit no more. This is two thousand two, two thousand three. Keep asking Kate to get a trench coat like that, and she's like, "No, you look weird." I'm like, "That's." Kind of a point. <laughs> I, I, I want to be weird. I want to be weird. I want to be seen for my weirdness. I was going to say, you know what happens when you're weird? Nobody talks to you, and I kind of prefer that. 
The silence. Leave me the fuck alone. The goal is the silence. (laughs) (laughs) The few people that do talk to me, they're stuck with me now. And we do a podcast. And we, yeah. (laughs) You save all your talking for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I can be my true self. Oh, it's funny. I was talking to my my sister and my nephew tonight. My nephew's like, be quiet. I'm like, people have been trying to get me to do that for fucking years now. M. M. Just M. There's Richard Roxburgh. Richard Roxburgh. With that nefarious fucking mustache. Oh, it was way better in Moulin Rouge. He had the full, like, almost handlebar shit going on. Yikes. This guy... Him and Jim Broadbent singing like a virgin. Amazing. Captain Nemo. See, simple setup. I perish. Simple setup. I'm dead right now. I'm 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 dying slowly. I I dead. Every other day, I'm more dead. <laughs> I is deader now than I was yesterday. Oh my God! Okay, take a guess who he is. Think literary famous characters. Idea. Wrong. Tom Sawyer. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Your face. You're like, what the fuck? Vampire, invisible, Sean Connery, Tom Sawyer? Are you going to fucking pull your slingshot out and start shooting shit? Also Moby Dick? Both these guys could be good or bad? <laughs> Perhaps not shitty? No place for a woman. She's got very intense eyes. Peter Wilson has like the best eyes, dude. Lefemme Nikita was the shit back in the day. I was watching that like assassinations. Yay! See, I never got into that show. You prefer the old school one with Luke Besson? I didn't even know Luke did Lefemme Nikita. Oh, get that Wikipedia up, player. I didn't even realize that was his jam. Dude, I want this car. It's like a Ford Fusion. <laughs> it's like two Ford Fusions clapped together. <laughs> it's like two Ford Fusions and a fucking Phantom 
or a fucking Rolls Royce and a baby. That's what Ford Fusion should do. When they get together, they should fucking fuse, okay? <laughs> that's the whole point. Why do you call it a fusion if that's not what it's doing? <laughs> Why are you not you just crashing? <laughs> Why are they not fusing? <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> okay, so we got Tom Sawyer. Um, guess who Stuart Townsend is? The, they just said... Oh, fuck. I was too late. I was too late. So, Tom Sawyer, Dorian Gray, Alan Quartermain, uh, Keanu Reeves' wife, uh, Captain Nemo, <laughs> Invisible Man. <laughs> the League of Extraordinary Motherfuckers. Moriarty. Hey. That's who M is, isn't it? Why do you think I wanted you to watch this with me? God, that's transparent. Okay. <laughs> Starting to like this movie less. <laughs> Captain Nemo is like fucking destroying these guys. Dude looks like a fucking character in Tekken. Epic beard. Punch. Dorian Gray. I'm sexy. Oh, complicated. Sorry. Look at my chiseled chest. I know. You know what? For me, watching this again, after watching fucking Penny Dreadful, that Dorian Gray smashes this one. I was going to say, I have never actually seen Penny Dreadful. That was more Kate's jam. That show is so good, dude. Yeah, I know. Kate was fucking telling me about it. I haven't seen City of Angels. I don't know if she has, but it's only on Showtime. She has. She has seen it. They only ran one season. They're not bringing it back for a second. I don't know how you could top fucking the way Eva Green and like all those people together, dude. That was a great show. If you have a weekend of nothing to do, watch it. I don't know what American style... What? American style shooting, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I, it's got shiny stuff on it. We're, we, Americans love our shiny. Don't we? <laughs> yeah, but he talks about it in Metal Gear. Remember? Fucking Hater talks about it in fucking 3 where he's like, you got engravings on here. That gives no tactical advantage. You're right. Because Kojima and those dudes in Koji Pro researched the guns yeah. to a fucking, like, Sociopathic degree. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come in here naked, shaking your balls in my face. Stop penis slapping my cheek. Um, look at that fucking maps. I would rather just stroke your beard. You guys probably smell like musty ass. <laughs> We have vases in our submarine. <laughs> have you have you noticed the vases? <laughs> Do you motherfuckers have a shower? No. We just drink wine and sweat it out. I was gonna say that beard probably smells like sweat, shame, and wine. <laughs> and fucking whale blubber. <laughs> <laughs> Where's fucking Queequeg? This isn't like the Phantom level bad. Don't you fucking dare. That movie 
is the best. Billy Zay. Yes. The fuck out of here. Are you serious right now? Dude, he was in purple spandex. That was like his only fucking shit. That's the Phantom. And he had the ring. The Phantom wears that. And he has guns. He looked like a fucking penis in a purple condom. Do not make me pause this movie to defend the Phantom. Okay, season three, Outlier Gentleman, Phantom is going on there because that is my shit. Treat Williams, come on, show me the power. That's the fucking baddest movie. Treat Williams is like the 90s. Yes! <laughs> do not talk, do not talk shit about the Phantom, dude. Or you know what? We're gonna add that to the list because we were gonna do, we're gonna do the shadow as the, well with Alex yo, Baldwin. Yo, check this out. We got the shadow coming. Yes. Dark man. Yes. And the phantom. That's the trifecta right there, dude. Dude, people don't even probably know about Dark Man. Dark Man is that shit. Anybody? People don't even know about. Everybody's Dark like, man. I will find you and I will kill you. It taken. Ha ha. Yeah. Fuck that. No. Back in the day, Liam Neeson was. Dark, Dark man. man. And he was the motherfucker, dude. Yeah. He was like crazy, steroid, fucking insane man. <laughs> Take the fucking elephant. Like just crazy. Like you talk about Nick Cage acting, overacting. Liam did that shit already. He already did that shit. Yeah, dude. Dark Man was a jam back in the day. I saw that shit in the theater and I was like, this is the baddest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yo, Dark Man was a jam. <laughs> so that's. So we, got, we got that shit upcoming. That's we coming. The, we got the Phantom, the Shadow. The, the shadow, shadow, the Phantom, Dark Man. We got you. Anything dark. Yep. We got it. Season dark. three. Season three is all darkness. I was going to say, <laughs> this is the light season. We might, have, we might have watched Darkwing Duck. Fuck it. <laughs> Feel my hand across your asterisks. <laughs> Feel that tight squeeze. If this turns into a gay porn, I'm out. <laughs> Feel that tight squeeze on your ass. Shane West. I think he was in like four movies. Stroke the shaft. Include. <laughs> Stroke it with your fucking delicate hand. For some reason, I can imagine Sean Connery just being like the nastiest erotic like story reader like like i want sean connery's erotic podcast it's too bad he passed away because man i would pay money to listen to sean connery talk about dicks and tits so shane west <laughs> I, let's let's do this somebody necromancer bring sean connery back yes shane west give me the filmography brother so He's also a musician. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Do you want to be on our podcast, Shane West? Are you busy? So he was in A Time for Dancing. Dance. He was in Whatever It Takes. Whatever It Takes. He was in Dracula 2000. Oh, no shit? He was JT. <laughs> <laughs> Who probably died. Dude, Dracula 2000 had fucking Metro by System of a Down on it. Dude, Dracula 2000, no. I just, you just reminded me. That was one of the baddest soundtracks. Fuck yeah, dude. Head P.E. Yep. Pantera, Avoid the Light. Yep. Let's fucking go. New metal time. Like I said, System. That's when they did their fucking cover of Metro. Oh, crazy. Um, he was in Ocean's Eleven as himself. 
I don't remember you at all, my brother. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Hey. The Elder Son. Hey. What we do is secret. Okay. The Lodger. K. Red Sands. The Echelon Conspiracy. <sighs> is the this... Presence. Uh... Red Sky. You're losing me. Here Alone. Awakening the Zodiac. And his most recent was Gossamer Fields. I this is all straight to streaming. It's all straight to streaming. I don't know. He was in Gotham. That Would you like to guess, huh? That explains everything. Would you like to guess who he was in Gotham? Knowing the way Gotham fucking works, he was probably fucking Bane. <laughs> You're hundred percent right. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> he was Bane. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm getting another beer. I need to get drunk. This is fucking horseshit. He was Eduardo Dorance. Hey, f- fireworks. It's all right, vampire woman. I'm gonna touch your tits. Oh, fuck. Explosions. Oh, no. Please tell me something stupid like them getting together doesn't happen. I I don't think so. Bad ADR. Sean was not even talking. He's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And it's like, Nemo. We're going to drive American style. We're going to teach you French folks how to drive on the highways of Rockford, Illinois, brother. 60 miles an hour or die, bitch. Exploration pod. Yes, uh, my scientists have designed an exploration pod that no one knew existed until oh, now. Oh, so now we have rotary engines. Now. We have rotary engines and also Dorian Gray's a piece of shit. Oh, that's totally not CGI. That's totally a window that you can see him through. Of course. Tim, you know too much about the plot. You must die. (laughs) I know about the plot because it's very easy to... It's very easy to decide the plot. Jesus. Yeah, this this movie ended Stephen Norrington's career. (laughs) I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Stephen... Like, when they said, hey, he directed Blade 1, they was like, hey, fuck this movie. Remember Blade 1? Please hire me. <laughs> Please hire me. Norrington was offered to direct Blade 2. He turned it down. He turned it down? Idiot. He was originally attached to Dimension Films Ghost Rider. He turned that down. What the fuck? He turned it down for this? Because this is the biggest insult to the character of Professor James Moriarty I have ever fucking seen. There is way too much that Moriarty would never do. Moriarty doesn't brag because 
he never wants the shit to come back to him. Moriarty is too fucking clever for that. And he's like, yeah, I fucking, yeah, I did all this shit. Yeah, fucking league. Yeah, I wanted to fucking control the league. He wouldn't fucking say that. He'd have some fucking intermediary somewhere fucking say he was fucking the one controlling shit. While he was fucking five levels back. It would be through, it would be him to another guy, to another guy, to another guy, to another guy. It would be as far away from fucking James Moriarty as possible. He even... And this is where I go back to Andrew Scott. Moriarty does not get his own hands dirty. Ever. He would not be running around in a fucking graveyard being hunted by Alan Quartermain. No. He'd, He'd be chilling at a fucking opera somewhere. While somebody else did his work for him. If if this was done right, the Phantom would just be a burn victim on drugs with a backstory provided by someone who would be poisoned and then Moriarty would be in the background like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> but it's a crazy story. The only person that he would ever admit that shit to Sherlock. Is Sherlock. In the beginning I tried to sell this movie as the best two star movie ever and Tim is like I will fucking spare you into the fucking <laughs> through this table I won't even give this movie a fucking half star it doesn't even fucking deserve it like the only one that like I said the only fucking character I even give half a shit about is fucking Quartermain that's it and it sucks because I love I love James Moriarty. Love James Moriarty. And I love Richard Roxborough. He was fucking amazing in Moulin Rouge. But they just totally waste him. They make fucking Moriarty completely one-dimensional. They fucking depart from his character completely. It's just it's frustrating. It's maddening to me. Like this movie just he's a mustache twirling villain, right? Yeah, he's fucking snidely whiplash instead of fucking James Moriarty. And then also Stuart Townsend, who's like, "Hello, I'm also British and cute, and also I'm going to say a thing." And then explosions. Yeah. Of course. That's another dude. That career, his career, just kind of died. Probably after this fucking movie. Probably. <laughs> Let's check the wiki. Let's we need to talk about... This is a good segue into that Alice in Chains Museum of Pop Culture... Yes! ...fucking phenomenal show that they put on. I was gonna... I had this whole thing prepared we were gonna talk about it. I was, like, thinking about it the next day after I... I told you. Right. When I found out, like, the whole two and a half thing is on YouTube, two and a half hour thing, I was like, I'm gonna just binge this whole shit. I stayed up and I watched the whole thing and I was thinking, like, the next morning, I'm like, I... If I had to pay for that... I probably would be like, yeah, here, have some money. Like, it was worth paying to watch Dude, that. Dude, actually, you know the most surprisingly good performance for me was? Wood. I thought Corn was going to fuck that thing up. Corn smoked that. Yeah. Even Metallica did a good job. Yeah. I was like, why are they doing Wood twice? And then I was like, oh, I get it now. But I'm like, you know what? 
Good for you guys. Hand clap. Because I thought, like, I've seen them performing wood, and I'm like, ooh, that's a rough one. Like, that's what, that's fucking an instance where Lane's, like, really bringing the hard shit. That's, and, like, that's like one of his best vocal. Like, yeah. that and, like, Love, Hate, Love is, like, his, like, hardest shit to say. Right. Yeah. But, like, I thought Jonathan did a fucking great job. Absolutely, he did. But he he's improved vastly, kind of like Mastodon. He's yeah. gotten really good singing live. Well, and we talked we talked about that too with the Adult Swim concert. If you haven't seen it, fucking check it out. Oh my god, the Adult Swim was great. Yeah, with Thundercat singing with Ariana Grande, that was yeah a trip. Right. But the Alice in Chains shit was weird because they had such a weird mix of people. People even I never heard of, like Liv Warfield. Mm-hmm. That lady sang her ass off, dude. And that's that's the cool thing is like you get like these underground people like, dude, Fishbone. Yeah, they did a ska punk version of them bones, and I was like, I'm like, fuck it, I can't go to sleep. <laughs> I can't go to sleep now. A minute. I can't. A minute now. I can't go back to sleep. Then the dude, um, Dallas Green, he sang an acoustic version of Rain When I Die. Mm-hmm. I was like, who the fuck is this dude? And I found out who he was. Do you remember when we first started becoming friends and I made you that mix CD with CM Punk's Undertaker with the Dre beats? Yeah. His band, City and Color, was on that mix I made you. And I was like, that dude's voice sounds so familiar. That's the dude. I'm going to have to look that up later. You still have that CD? Uh, probably. I, know I got you're... a big fucking, <laughs> big, huge fucking CD catalog in the fucking next room. I know, you're like, who's this dude giving me a burn CD? It's, <laughs> it's 2016, what a fucking idiot. No, I thought it was great because, like, that's, like, kids today don't, don't realize it, and I'm sounding like a fucking super old head here, but kids today don't realize it, like, that was, like, one of the big things, like, that was a huge sign of friendship, like. Check out this fucking burn CD I made uh, made for you. I think you're really gonna fucking dig it. Like that was like, that was like an intro to dating too. Like back in the day. Yeah, it was like one of the like go tos for romance. Yeah, like I burned CDs for Kate. She burned CDs for me. Like and like I thought when you burned that CD for me, I'm like this dude's all right. And then we started hanging out, and then we realized that you know, you and I are both dumb, and we're equally dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, it, it, and I was telling you what I thought was funny is you had sent me that, and earlier that day, Kate and I were talking about planning a vacation next year, because, you know, we need to get away and, like, kind of take a vacation. Away from America? Well, Ireland is probably going to be next year. Oh. This year, we were actually talking about going to Seattle, because I want to go to Mopop. The Museum of Pop Culture. Yeah. And then when you sent me that fucking, that video, it was like a sign. It was like, you have to go to Mopop now. One more question I have to ask you. I'm not gay. Except for with me. For the right anyway. price. <laughs> um, so we got, we got to talk about this. Elephant in the Room, I meant to talk to you about it yesterday. You wanted to talk about it today. Yeah. Oscar Isaac has been cast as Solid Snake by Jordan Voight Roberts. What are your thoughts? I think putting Oscar in this movie might it might actually become a reality. I think this dude could pull the shit off. I think just 
watching like all the movies he's just done with fucking Alex Garland alone. The dude can act. Fuck Star Wars. Right. I'm sorry. Fuck. Fuck that. Fuck fucking X Men Apocalypse. What he was. Yeah, that don't movies. that don't matter. Like this dude, this dude is like one of the top actors. And if you're gonna get somebody to play Snake, you have to have somebody that can like do the action. I don't know how he can like perform like his own stunts. I don't really know how deep Jordan's gonna go as far as the action stuff. But I would imagine that there's gonna be some like intense fighting, some CQC shit. I'm excited to see Oscar like choke dudes out. <laughs> and I kind of I think the one thing that like All the roles that dude is attached to are, like, kind of fucking weird and, like, left of center. And you and I talked about this way back when Jordan first was like, yeah, we're going to do the Metal Gear 30th anniversary and here's some, like, concept art blending all the eras into one. And I was like, if this is the movie you're going to do where you have basically, like, big boss shit, like, flashback, I'm assuming, happening, like, concurrently with, like, Shadow Moses stuff... That could be really cool if you do it right. So I think now that we have a face to the body, it's like, okay, so Oscar, he's possibly playing like three different versions of himself. Like we could get deep into some shit. So this might actually come off crazy. Well, and the thing is, is that I was a little leery about it. And then somebody had CGI'd like him with a bandana and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth like Snake. Yeah. I looked at it, and I'm like, you know what? This actually could work. He's going to have to grow a mullet. Because you gotta, you got to have, have the snake mullet. Got it. But um, what I'm interested to see is, are they going to do Oscar for Solid and Liquid Snake? Hmm. Because they are twins. And the dad. That'd be, that'd be, that all right, Oscar, uh, here's your script for, for, <laughs> for you know Solid what? State. And that's the thing, like, I wouldn't put it past dude. And if, especially if Kojima's like overseeing the project, like just make it like uh, three Oscars in a room for like 10 minutes of talking. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Brother! <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> but. I really like that idea, like, when he first was talking about, like, a punk rock kind of movie that just, like, skips eras, like, skips decades. I'm okay with that, but I think you and I both agree that, like, a trilogy would be the way to go, but you don't know if you're going to get another shot. Right. So, blow your load, dude. Just fucking go. Make this shit as goofy as possible. Make this shit as, like, crazy and, like, mind-melting as possible. Because now, in this era, you can get away with that shit. You can get... You can get tons of fans with that. New people will be into that shit because of all the stuff that's on TV now, all the movies now, where it's like, he was the dude the whole time and he was also the baby? Like, <laughs> we're okay with it now. We're like, we've been hit with it so much, it's not going right. to be, like, you can actually, like, put some shit out and people are going to be into it. Like, the internet helps with that, with, like, Westworld and, like, just time travel and fucking just digging into shit and, like, having stuff loop. Metal Gear, like, paved the way for a lot of that shit. So bring it. I'm ready, dude. That pic- that fucking picture of like what was it like the ravens flying around what Sahelanthropus or like I was like this shit is fucking nuts. 
like a storm of ravens while you're having a boss battle. Like, <laughs> give me that shit. And, dude, let me ask you this. Who would you cast as fucking Psycho Mantis? Oof. Think about this. You got Oscar as Snake. Imagine that scene. We get Meryl, Snake in the room. Psycho Mantis starts possessing Meryl. Make love to me, Snake. Dude. Imagine a shit live with like Oscar in the room. He's like, "What? Who's that?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, who would you cast as fucking Psychomantis? Oof, that's tough because like, for like somebody like Raven, all you need to do is get like a huge guy. He doesn't really need to necessarily act. Because Raven doesn't really speak all that much. He does, but I mean, he it's does. like it's deliberate, and like yeah. this, you could just get the kid from fucking Creed Two who played uh, Ivan Drago's son. Just get him. Have him just hold the chain gun and fucking let's pull each other's ears. <laughs> <laughs> the ear pull. <laughs> but dude, imagine like with Psycho Man. I thought about this like we months ago when we talked about it. If he starts fucking with the movie watchers. Like, oh my god! He like remember when he goes blackout and the screen turns black? What if he looks at the camera and fucking snaps, <laughs> and the movie just like goes black for a second? You know how fucking crazy that would be in a it movie needs theater. To say, it needs to say Hideo in the top. You left know how crazy that shit would it be. It needs to say Hideo in the top. Dude, left. I got goosebumps thinking about it. I'm sitting at home watching it. The guy looks at the movie. Like the guy in the movie looks at you, and he's like, and he points at you, and the screen goes black. I'd be like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a tricky one. I have I have a choice. Because I thought of, like, who you could cast to play Otacon. And you could cast What's-His-Ass from fucking Deadpool. The nerdy fuck. TJ? Yeah. Give him some blonde hair. Perfect Otacon. Golden. Hmm. Shave that beard off of him. He could play Otacon. I feel like he's too burly, but okay. I see what you're saying. Pee yourself right now. <laughs> You're hired. This is your audition. Piss yourself. <laughs> um, fuck. Tell, tell me, who, who would be your choice for Psycho Manus? That's going to take me a while. The guy who played fucking Pennywise. Scarthgard? Yeah. Just make him super skinny. If he's not going to be Carnage, he can be fucking Psycho Mantis, dude. That's actually not a bad choice. Who would you who would you cast for fucking Ocelot? Hmm. That's a tricky one. Cause you kind of need like a bigger dude, like a broad-shouldered guy. Fuck. I wish Guy Pierce was younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because Guy Pierce could like back in the day, like in Memento Day, that would be a good Ocelot. Shalashashka. Man, it's got to be like, you got to have cowboy vibes. Like, and he has to have a great American accent. I got it. Tell me. Now, you're going to probably think this is weird. I'm going to flip this table. But like, he's already got the long hair. Shave that beard off, leave the mustache. I think with the right amount of like tweaking and shit, I think Jeff Bridges could pull fucking Ocelot off. Wow. 
like an older grizzled yeah torture mm-hmm. torture master uh-huh fuck jordan i hope you're listening bro like do this shit don't even give us credit just fucking cast <laughs> these people Throw them the money. only thing is is that jeff's sick so i don't know if he'd be able to do it because mm. he's battling cancer right now oh jesus We'll pray for Jeff Bridges, too. Right? What the fuck? We just lost Sean Connery. But, like, that would be fucking badass. Like, seeing Jeff Bridges fucking... <laughs> fucking twirling the fucking cult single-action army. Man. But, like, could, could you think of... Could you think of somebody in that age range that could play fucking Ocelot and fucking just nail it? Bang it out? Actually, yeah. not even in that age range. Anybody. Hmm. Who's the best asshole of our generation? <laughs> as far as actors. Who's the greatest asshole of our generation? Michael Shannon. <laughs> Shit. I mean, as much as I love Michael Shannon, I don't... You know what? Hold on. Michael Shannon could kill Ocelot. Put, put some long white hair on him and a mustache? You know what? That could work. Yeah. Yeah, no. I would fucking. That would be my selling point to Kate. Be like, got Michael Shannon in it. If you get Oscar Isaac as Solid Snake and Michael Shannon as Ocelot, dude, money. you know how much money you're going to make? I'm throwing my fucking wallet at the screen immediately. <laughs> I don't even care if, like, if the movie's like 10 minutes long. Where do I put my fucking credit card at? I just want to see the gunfight. Right? And the, the, <laughs> the president of Arms Tech is like, you idiot! <laughs> you shot me! <laughs> Shut up! I'm fucking busy. <laughs> 